From Moses, the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, this is the In Her Boots podcast, a show about women cultivating the sustainable and organic agriculture movement and how she does it. My name is Lisa Kiverest, and I founded and lead the award-winning Moses In Her Boots project, providing training, resources, and support for women farmers. I'm a farmer myself, running in serendipity with my family in Wisconsin, and am the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers and all women working to transform our food system and steward our land, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss anything. We are back and wrapping up with Erin Schneider of Hilltop Community Farm with a focus on beauty. A topic near and dear to Erin, beauty drives Erin's farming mission to grow flowers and connects her passions for the earth and people and how beauty can open conversations and build bridges. Erin Schneider runs Hilltop Community Farm in Lafarge, Wisconsin, in partnership with her husband, Rob McClure, raising a wide range of vegetables, herbs, fruits, and flowers. A graduate of the National Farmers Union Beginning Farmers Institute, Erin has volunteered on multiple assignments in Senegal through the Farmer to Farmer program with USAID to increase women's economic empowerment and food security. She currently serves on the Administrative Council for North Central SARE. We are back with Erin Schneider for the last of our In Her Boots podcast series with Erin of uh, Hilltop Community Farm in Laval, Wisconsin. And we're going to take it home today, Erin, with a big, broad topic. I know close <laughs> to you. And I, you've done a lot of really interesting thought behind this and writing on your farm blog on beauty. Mm-hmm. And again, something that is very natural to women to prioritize, think about, and value mm-hmm. from a number of levels, particularly mm-hmm. in the farming sphere, but why? Why is this? Why do you want to talk about this? Let's start there. <laughs> Good question. Well, I, I will just like maybe as a point of entry. Um, so I like fell in love with flower farming or it found me like four years ago. I did flower. It's kind of classic. I did flowers for a friend's wedding and started just getting like referrals. And now I find people that are strangers. And it's been a really great way to share my love for the earth and, and this peak expression. I think, you know, be- beauty is it's one of those... It's really interesting. It's like one of those um, aesthetic things that's so different for each person, but you you know it and you feel it, and it can be a great bridge builder and a way to appreciate. And almost, you know, it's just like oh, and open to conversation. And I do feel like um, you know why women maybe be drawn to it. You know, I um, I don't know. Maybe it's just I mean, part of it for me, I was like oh, well, the romance part, maybe right. You know, you we think of we're ta- we're so taught to like be on display and beauty is just sort of like looking pretty and almost in a weird misogynistic way sometimes. (laughs) But if you step back and think about beauty as being this peak evolutionary expression in the form of a flower or as a kind of finding a mathematical truth, which I feel like Plato was trying to riff on and find and looking at, you know, there's this elegance, right? And to him, that was beautiful. So I think there's a certain level of just accepting things for what is and and just finding a level of appreciation that's just really beautiful. And you can feel it maybe, for me, it's on a landscape um, or in a bouquet or a story, or it could just be a moment like we're having here talking about yeah, this topic. That's nice, yeah. <laughs> I just get a body buzz. Well, there's so much beauty 
obviously, on the Uh farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But flowers, I think, are a cool example because it's it's just not something that we... It's not a need. Well, I'm sorry. It's not a need from a nutritional sense, right? Mm -hmm. And you might, I'm sure, get caught up in those conversations of... uh, why are you growing flowers? You should be growing something more practical or da da da. Yeah. But it is practical, right? Yeah. And it is something that it, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but one could argue that your flower shares through your CSA bring more joy than vegetables. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yes. Nobody's putting their zucchini in their dining room table and looking at them every day. No. Do you know? I mean, but, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe some people do, but but it, it brings a lot of joy what you yeah. do, yeah, into people's lives, and uh, that's yeah, important, absolutely. And you know, it just softens it softens your our hearts. And it's, it was, I think I think flowers and and, and beauty, or I'll use flowers as an example because that's sort of the intervention that I like to do for beauty, you know, creating beauty, and it nourishes your soul. Yes, but I think it also fills this interesting emotional need that people have, and. <laughs> And, you, you know, it doesn't, you can, and then it's sort of fun to play with that too. If you're in a gathering, like, oh, let's just soften the space, you know, or like color or like, you know, it just, you know, our, our minds are, we're sensory beings as well too. So I think um, we need those things just, just to help calm our minds a little bit. Um, so, you know, it's, it can be, and of course it means so many different things to other people and it gets appropriated and, you know, advertising has been really great at, <laughs> at like marketing that and, and like being like, oh, if you get this thing, then you'll feel fulfilled in that beauty. But I feel like if we, um, the, as farmers on the, working with the land and, you know, for me, it's, it's flowers, but just finding a way to like, how can we help tell the story of this, this food and this energy and this flower, flower love, if you will, in a way that is like mutually supportive of the landscapes we're tending to and of our own expression of love for for being on this planet right now and we need it <laughs> like we so need it right i i don't know i think it's a very um personal is political right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so, but it's a priority yeah, uh, yeah that that often well it either gets devalued yeah. or is put on a bit of a pedestal when it comes to that creativity aspect, yeah. right? Yeah, or like it's something like, oh, you're a designer, or like, yeah, it gets, you know, and then it, I've often, I started at the market, a uh, farmer's market, and it was a really great way, and I don't have a thick skin, and just, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, they're like, oh, those are so beautiful. I'm like, you can take some home with you. I won't pay this much, you know, and <laughs> so I think it's, it's just like, you have to, have to negotiate, and, but I feel like it's, um, as a, as a way to help soften a space and and celebrate like a milestone or how do how do you create that like I think it's it just really taps into like an intuitive sense that I feel like we're all like born with um, and again it's it's, it's going to be expressed in different ways and like based on where you are but but it's it's important like when oh, we start to lose that we feel this loss I feel like yeah. different ways to express oneself through one's farm business in mm-hmm. a way that. Helps the bottom line too. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think perhaps we as women need to give ourselves a bit more free reign to do that. Yeah. Or to realize that creation comes in many forms, right? I, I have to sometimes remind myself because like <laughs> with, with us in the B&B, yeah. yeah, that's my palette. Mm-hmm. And how something is plated or what color napkin or, or, or mm-hmm. is how I create beauty and art. Mm-hmm. And... Others do it differently. But yeah. what's your muse, right? Yeah. What do you think? And to just 
experiment and have fun. Mm-hmm. Especially when things get crazy busy in the summer, I think it's even <laughs> more true. valuable. Do you know? And, yeah. Uh, to remember to play and create, Pause, yeah. and and to share ideas with each other. I'm amazed at just. Uh, and maybe this in our media world and our social media world has helped enhance mm-hmm. the sharing of beauty and ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And ways to Absolutely. approach things or Instagram isn't always <laughs> generating photo envy. It can generate beauty exchange, yeah, right? Absolutely. And like Torta, you know, yeah. And just putting out different, more different examples of that expression is awesome. And, and I feel like Lisa too, you also are really generous in how you host and welcome people. And that in and of itself is like a way to help soften and open up so we can have conversations that are beyond like, you know, how did you grow the zucchini or help people express themselves? It's interesting. What are your thoughts on what well, even Instagram in particular, <laughs> because they sometimes get a bad rap, mm-hmm. but there is a reason why a medium like that is so popular, particularly amongst women. Mm-hmm. Is it so visual, right? Mm-hmm. It's just looking at beautiful things. Mm-hmm warms your soul right yeah and you know especially in the natural world i think that's why so many women farmers are are really doing great outreach via instagram because Mm -hmm. they're authentically sharing themselves and what they do and people want that Mm -hmm. and it can help your bottom line do right absolutely yeah i forgot the question (laughs) your thoughts on instagram as helping curate an appreciation of beauty yeah absolutely or farm envy i don't know what maybe it depends how you do it probably right i think it depends how you do it and then it goes back to healthy boundaries you know um i oh boy how you do it's what you get right and so yeah well to be real it should be real and i i think like for me i I mean i like to see like oh what else what else is in bloom i you know i've used that as a to help hone design ideas too Mm, and sharing um and just you know and people do that on a plate of for what's for dinner but also in bouquets and like getting sculpture like structural elements so it's helped me kind of hone in on patterns better i think and that's informed my design work and and also um I think in Instagram, like sometimes I just use it to like de- like deflate. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm like, I'm like oh my god, I just need to zone out and see like beautiful color. And when it's there's like all of a sudden we got like another seven inches of snow and it's like, <laughs> especially oh my gosh. during the winter, yeah. Oh my gosh, it really like warm, you know. So yes, it is somewhat of a like indulgence, I guess, in like warm fuzziness. But yeah, but it's also like responding to a need and um and it does you know it drives business and it can like people. It's amazing when people like the the desire for it, you're like, oh, really? You think this is like, this is just in my landscape. I didn't know you needed that. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, yeah you can tweak that out. The part where I, you maybe you get frustrated too is just like, really? You really, really have to make this an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break that barrier. But that's where too, <laughs> however one may do it, bringing other people to your farm mm-hmm. enables you to see beauty in a new light. We definitely see that through the B&B. You see that through your workshops and other things mm-hmm. where people react differently to something that you see every day, right? Yeah. Or um, I find that really inspiring because we just get used to things yeah. and we lose that gratitude yeah. and, and, and bringing fresh perspectives to the farm really helps mm-hmm. and is re- reinvigorating there. Yeah. Um, and then too, I think, again, I, I go back to the B&B as an example for me, but even in the height of the busy summer season, taking, and I'm not talking long, you know, an extra minute here or there to arrange something. Mm-hmm. 
how you like it or to plate something or your market display to have some fun with it and Mm -hmm. just do something different. Yeah. Uh, Colors of tablecloths or the way you arrange things. Uh, There's a, a... lull in efficiency sometimes where you just get stale right yeah and, and <laughs> even shaking things up a little bit really yeah, makes yeah. a difference like draw i mean it draws the people in as you're saying too and then like when when you get folks physically present in a place like they're willing to probably pay them a little more they start to see like oh my gosh yeah. i had no idea at least i had no idea wow and they are part of your story yeah now. yeah and that and, and then that can only when we you know we're, we'll respond to that and it sticks in our memories and even if the experience is ephemeral those memories and intentions like remain <laughs> awesome so, great thank you Aaron. <laughs> sure. thanks for listening to our in her boots podcast i'm your host lisa kiverest with the moses in her boots project this episode's audio engineer was liam kiverest of techsocket.net the podcast was brought to you by the midwest organic and sustainable education service moses The mission of Moses is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable, organic system of agriculture. For more information on Moses, In Her Boots, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org.